This is Michelle, your Chief Hope Builder. If you're here, it's because you have a loved one in addiction and you want to find hope. Well, you're in the right place. We will help you go from havoc to hope. Follow along with us for 30 days in the book, Unhackable Moms of Addicted Loved Ones. This is a series. Each episode will include an interview with one of the moms who helped write the book. You'll hear parts of their stories and how they found peace and calm in their lives. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. The link to buy the book and to join our tribe are in the show notes. Let's get started. Thanks for joining. Hey moms, today we're going through day 11, dissect a hope hero. And I love the quote in the beginning from Pope John, consult not your fears, but your hopes and dreams. Think not about your frustrations, but about your unfulfilled potential. Concern yourself not with what you tried and failed in, but with what is still possible for you to do. (laughs) And this is perfect for Lucretia because she's all Mm -hmm. about what can we do, right? (laughs) And um, she just did this fun Friday in our Facebook group. And she talked about like, instead of us focusing on what we can't do and being frustrated and angry, and um, disappointed in our loved ones, what happens if we turn that around and say, wait a minute, what can we do? What's in our control? So um, maybe you can just uh, share a little bit about your thoughts on that, Lucretia, because I know you have them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. I have lots of thoughts on that. And um, like I shared in the Moms Letting Go uh, Fun Friday. um, And you know, whenever I started that, I didn't I didn't really know what fun Friday means. What does fun mean? It means different, you know, for different people, but just allowing God to help me and to, and to teach me, you know, each week, because it's different each week. And I am just sort of flying by the seat of my pants there, but, um, you know, just to give, um, women some hope. And I, um, I said this morning, I don't know how long I've been saying this to myself, but you know, when we talk to ourselves, it needs to be positive, right? So I was talking to myself, telling myself, okay, what can I do with my son? And I'm still saying that with a lot of my my other children too, because, you know, we have a large family, seven children. So with each one, it's different. You know, what can I do? What will I not do? So uh, what can I do with Joshua in whatever um, position that he's in? whatever circumstance he's in, what can I do? And that sort of, it reins me in. It sort of keeps me centered, you know? Um, Even though sometimes that's hard because what can I do? Well, financially, we've been able to help. And so even though sometimes I think, well, what can I do? I can help pay for this bill, but then we have to ask. But should you? (laughs) Should we? Like that goes into that, right? But um, yeah. I want it, this, this day is about finding a hope hero and finding somebody in our life that, um, that is an example. Yeah. That just raised above their adversity and found hope. 
And they looked at their life and thought, well, what can I do? And, and in this example, Nightbird is told mm -hmm. that she only has a 2% chance to live. And she says, 2% isn't zero. Yeah. And so you know, it's in her, in her way, she looked at it, like what, what can she do? She could stay positive and focus on just that 2% that she had to live and what could she do with that? And so um, it's just it, 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 in looking at our loved ones and where they're at, um, one of the moms in our group the other day said, will you please help me find hope? Where do I find that? And I said, talk to a recovering addict, talk to somebody who was where your child is today, but, but persevered and came out and ask mm -hmm. that person, you know, how did you get to where you are today? Because that person's mm -hmm. going to make you believe that it is a reality, like it really can happen. Mm -hmm. So who in your life, Lucretia, who has been a hope hero for you? Like, when you were struggling with Joshua and he was in prison, like what were some things, who and what were some things of hope that you held on to? Well, that's that's sort of it's it's hard, but then again, it's an easy question because um, the easy part is God. Okay, Jesus. Jesus is the answer to everything, right? So. Um, just having a strong faith in taking everything to him, just talking to him. And I know my husband always says, well, you need to let me know who you're talking to. If you're talking to yourself or to God or to me, because I don't know, because you're always, you know, always talking. <laughs> and I just talk out loud to God, you know? So, um, so anyway, that's sort of funny, but that, and, but then um, I have a couple of uh, truth tellers, some good friends um, still in my life today that uh, would just let me vent and they would not say, I'll pray for you. They would actually take my hand and pray about the situation and we would lift it up to God and that we would see answered prayers and we would come back and we would praise God for those answered prayers. So I think both of those, are, you know, yeah. having God yeah. in your life to talk to, of course, and then um, someone with Jesus with skin on, right, yeah. to, uh, to actually talk with them and, uh, you know, won't be afraid for you to vent yeah. uh, or to let it out because that is healthy in crying, you know, those tears that, that is healthy. Right. So, yeah, so, it's so yeah. true. And just like, so on the back of this day, it says, when you envision hope, what do you see? Make a list and mm -hmm. share it with somebody just like you did. So, so when Ryan and, and his wife were just so sick and we were raising their kids and I was so angry. I was stuck in the stigma. I was thinking they're never going to get well. They're, mm -hmm. This is part of their character. This is who they are. They are such liars. Like I was stuck in the stigma of believing that about them. And so with education about addiction and the disease, I realized, no, they, this isn't who they are. And mm -hmm. if I keep thinking that they're going to be stuck in shame. So I thought, what can I do? So mm -hmm. I went to my husband and I said, okay, what's our best case scenario? And he just looked at me and he's like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said, well, what is, what is going to be the best for our whole family? And I said, that is for Ryan and his wife to get well, 
-hmm. for the girls to eventually go back to living with them, for us to be able to retire the way we always envisioned. And he looked at me like I had two heads, right? And he said, <laughs> that's never going to happen. And I said, yeah. but see, that was my list. This was, and I mm -hmm. want everybody to make their list. Like, where is your hope? See it, picture it, list it. Right. And then pray to God, pray it. share pray it with it. a friend. Like, God, can you help me see this? How do I make this come true? Because we can't mm -hmm. control them, right? But what mm -hmm. happened was I tweaked my whole attitude, which you did a Monday with mm -hmm. attitude. I tweaked my attitude and started thinking, not shaming them and beginning to come alongside of them. Right. And think of a team approach to the problem. And wow, just that subtle difference changed, right? Mm -hmm. And um. Mm -hmm. And then looking at this last question, what part of your hope outcome can you control? Okay, so, so much of what our kids are doing, we can't control, mm -hmm. but we can control how we respond to them. We can control our attitude. We can control our relationship with God, our focus on prayers, who we surround ourselves with. Like if we're in a group and they're just like bashing their kids all the time and saying, well, my kid did this and he's such a liar and I'll never talk to him again. That's not going to result in positive change in your life. Yeah. It's not. It's non-productive. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting a little. Oh, oh no, no, that's fine. But, and I, I love the, you know, the illustrations and telling our journey and our stories hopefully will give hope to some moms yes. because you know moms say oh she got that she was right there where I am now and this is what she did so if maybe if I can use her as an example and do some of these things then it will work you know but, yeah thank you but I think the hardest part for me was my stubbornness at first because here's what I was thinking this isn't my problem. I've, mm -hmm. I've done everything I can. This is their problem. And they can just, you know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like I was angry and I resented anybody insinuating that I <laughs> be a part of the problem and the solution, right? Like I just got, you know, my hair was standing up. Like yeah. I just got my panties in a ruffle about that. I took it personally because I thought yeah. people were looking at me like I was a bad mom. Mm -hmm. No, moms, you are bad. There's nothing bad mm -hmm. about wanting your child to live. And there's nothing bad about the feeling of anger. But what can we do? Like, okay, get over it and then dig yeah. in and find your plan. What is I that? love what you listed here. Um, Nightbird's quotes, yeah. you know, they're all oh. very, very good, very positive um and you know just on page 113 just because someone leaves you doesn't mean that love isn't real you know um we we grieve for what um what they could have been or what they should have been or what we saw in them and now you know we, we don't because they have um you know regressed or you know, they're using again. So, so that's what we grieve for. And that is real, you know, but that doesn't mean that we stop our love and we stop, uh, maybe we just have to tweak it and do some things differently. 
you know, than what we have been doing. Yeah. And show it, show it differently. Listen better. Listen with Mm -hmm. kindness Mm -hmm. instead of judgment. Oh, it's so hard. (laughs) So hard. Um, Yeah. yeah. Um, Because most of us, you know, at our age, when we were growing up, we were taught that, you know, addiction is a choice. We were taught Mm -hmm. that, you know, to believe that there's just this negative connotation about mental health um, disorders and substance use. Um, and we just have such a negative connotation with in our mind about that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it all comes to shame, shame, shame. And um, once we can move past it and do the, do the research on understanding the disease, the brain, Mm-hmm. It frees us from that because we realize, oh, they don't, by the time they're such an active addiction, they don't have a choice. Their brain is diseased mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. isn't, shame isn't going to help them recover. So um, the anecdote mm-hmm. is connection. So, but yeah, find your hope hero, find moms, find somebody that you can lean into and ask questions to and surround yourself with so that you feel their positivity, so that you feel their hope, mm-hmm. um, because that's what we have to keep alive. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I heard once that if, if you feel like that you don't have hope or you don't have joy, you don't have happiness, then uh, tag along on someone else's coattails oh. and just sort of soak that up in until until you catch it, you know, until you get it, because when you are around positive people and fun people, it just sort of, you know, you just want to rub up against them a little bit, you know, to see if it will wear off on you. And sometimes we, we need to position ourselves, you know, with those positive people, because life is hard, you know, and, and all the choices that we make as moms on a daily basis, you know, some, some days we, we have to, I am going to choose to be happy today. I am going to choose to have joy and I'm going to read this verse out loud and I'm going to claim it or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, you have to be very intentional to walk that line because Satan is working so hard on you, you know, and you have to bind him away and all of that. And, you know, pray for your children, pray for yourself to be strong. Um, you know, and to be positive because it is a fight. It's, it's a fight every day and we have to put our armor on, you know, and yes. of course I'll be talking a little bit about that later on, but um, we do, we have to be intentional about this journey that we're in. Yeah. And finding a hope hero is just a piece of how you can become unhackable. And that's, that's what this book is all about. And um that's right. Thank you so much, Lucretia, for spending time with us today and going over this day. And I hope, moms, that you find some encouragement on your journey and that you find your hope hero. God bless. Mm -hmm.